calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's Partner Plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K giveaway. And maybe win the grand prize of $25,000. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin. See website for details on our two-month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over 21. Void where prohibited. Runs December 25 through April 4th, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc. A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. You're listening to Wellness Talk with your host, George Batista. How's it going, everybody? Nice to be with you this week. This is George, and this is your weekly health and wellness update. This is the show that goes over the latest in health and healing, nutrition, fitness, and everything we can do to hopefully live a naturally long and healthy life and have fun doing it. And this show we do every week, and um, I'm glad you guys could be with me. Now, this show is for educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illnesses. So please always consult your physician when wanting to make changes in your life as far as health or embark on any new health programs. Now, you can read these articles that I go over on facebook.com forward slash wellness talk also you can read them um, on georgebatista.com because that's changed a little bit and I'm putting the articles there uh, on there as well it's a little more functional for me and if you have any questions for me um, you can go to um, wellness talk at hotmail.com ask me questions on a regular basis I love getting your questions and see if I can answer them on the air um, and I'm going to go over now what we're going to do this week. Um, 
We're going to talk about uh, linking asthma and obesity. So we've they found a link between the two. So I'm going to go over that. That's from Wellness Resources, and um, and uh, because we we know that both of those are epidemics in society. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about some mainstream science out there. Sugary drinks are also tied to obesity in preschoolers. And I don't know if this is a big surprise, but they've actually done the studies on this now. So we'll go over the actual scientific information regarding that. We're also going to go over uh, what North Americans are def are deficient in. Um, so, and it's uh, it's one of the big uh, things that we need, and the body cannot manufacture itself. So we'll go over that. Um, something very simple that we all should be doing, and uh, that's chewing our food properly when we eat. And we're going to be surprised at how many, how people just do not do that on a regular basis. And why should you be doing that? Because it does affect a lot of things, and um, a lot of things related to digestion, but just uh, just health in general. So I'm going to talk about why we should be making sure that we chew our food properly and how big of a deal it is. Then I'm going to go over one of the best things to use to detoxify not only to detoxify your liver, but also to to uh, uh, get heavy metals and things like that out of your body. One of the best things to do to chelate uh, heavy metals out of your body as well. Um, and uh, one of the, I'm going to go over a great superfood that I use, and I want to talk a little bit about it. And uh, I want to recommend it to everybody because I think it's one of the best things uh, you guys can take on a regular basis to keep yourselves healthy. So let's get started here. Um, first, this is from Wellness Resources, linking asthma and obesity. Well. Previously, they they didn't have a uh, there was no really link between the two because they they they've talked about uh, asthma as an epidemic in children uh, in in general it's an epidemic but you know we know asthma as an epidemic from a lot of you know for a lot of different reasons for you know for example overuse of antibiotics is one thing um, lack of magnesium um, because magnesium plays a crucial role in um, in your body when it comes to uh, as far as uh, asthma when it comes to breathing issues when it comes to lung function and all those types of things when it comes to endothelial function in your body it's very very crucial so a lack of magnesium is another thing we know um, obviously a poor diet uh, and again not only in children but in and uh, in, in adults as well and also um, gut bacteria when you have you know an overgrowth of candida albicans in your system uh, and you're dealing with yeast problems those types of things that can play a huge role in actually producing asthma well we're seeing now this is a study here and uh, this was this was out of the University of Buffalo and it was a f it's the first study that actually demonstrates that um, a link between obesity and asthma okay and what it says is that there are uh, the four inflammatory genes that are excessively activated in asthma 
are made worse by the inflammation coming from obesity. Now, this is interesting because they're seeing that they, they studied uh, ob um, obese children, okay, and they found that these uh, inflammatory signals were made were, were, were literally doubled in children and these were uh, asthma inflammatory signals were actually doubled in children who were obese but the, the interesting thing is that when there was weight loss okay the uh, there was a drop in these inflammatory signals so that's significant so this is the first time we're actually seeing that there's there's a cause and effect relationship between obesity and asthma here um, and th there was actually two studies here, th th two interesting studies. The second study was a 16-week supplement intervention in 192 asthmatic school children. And the children were given supplements of fruit and vegetable concentrates. And, uh, you know, they, they were also given omega-3 fish oils and things like that. They were given um, anti... I mean, um, they were giving probiotics and, you know, everything which they can use to reduce inflammation. Now, the supplement group compared to the placebo group shows significant improvements in lung function and a significantly reduced use of short-acting uh, short in, inhaled bronchodilators and inhaled corticosteroids. Okay? And that was why? Because they used um, fish oils and they used probiotics because we know that fish oils are anti-inflammatory by nature, so if you have any kind of inflammation which asthma is uh, a, a, at least a part of asthma is inflammatory related so we know that fish oil helps with that but we also know that f friendly flora probiotics also help with not only inflammation but help to bring down the gut bacteria which can cause uh, you know can be a, a cause of asthma why because you have to remember again that 70% of your immune system is in your gut now your immune system and your and your uh, your lung system share the same mucosal immune system okay so they can affect each other so if you have gut bacteria you have problems with candida albicans and yeast and those types of things that can actually travel up to your lungs and actually uh, create problems in constriction and lung function and so on and so forth now we know that obesity in and of itself is also inflammatory Okay? And I've talked about that many times on this show. Obesity and it of itself creates inflammation in your body, not only in your lungs, but it can create inflammation in all areas of your body, including um, overactive immune cells. It creates, uh, it, it, you know, it creates just inflammation in your fat, which can lead to things like autoimmune problems, and all these types of things. Now, they, they, what they were thinking in the past was there may be a correlation between asthma and obesity because of just the sheer uh, issue of being overweight actually creates more pressure, you know, um, on the lungs and more pressure on the diaphragm and those types of things. But now it's actually being seen that the actual excessive inflammation in gene signaling is is what's actually causing. Um, the asthma to get expressed more in you know people who are obese, especially in children who are obese. So this is this is very significant. So what's the bottom line here? The bottom line is to make sure that uh, parents out there that you are monitoring your children's diet, 
that you are making sure that they are um, you're getting them to a healthy weight that you are uh, you know making sure that they're not having any problems with gut bacteria and they're not over being you know over prescribed antibiotics because we know that that's an epidemic uh, in and of itself and um, and then there's a lot of things that can be done uh, to manage these types of things. Now, you know, again, asthma, regardless of the cause, is partly anti-inflammatory. So managing any source of inflammation is going to help. Um, and the simple process of weight loss can have a major impact. Uh, and the nutrients as well. So again, nutrients like fish oils, omega-3s, the probiotics, uh, vitamin C, all those types of things can help with managing inflammation and managing these types of issues but you've got to get a hold on it especially when the children are young because it could be a problem as they get older and um, and we're seeing now there's a huge link on this all right continuing with um, you know uh, children and and, and uh, obesity we have some mainstream news here this is from Reuters.com and it's sugary drinks tied to obesity among preschoolers. Well, five-year-olds who drink sugary sweetened sodas, uh, sports drinks, and juices every day are more likely to be obese than those who have high sugar sweetened beverages less often. And this is according to a new study. And this was out of the uh, University of Virginia. And... Um, this, I mean, this is again something that parents really have to watch out of. Now, uh, watch out for. This was a study. It was nationally uh, representative group of nine nine thousand six hundred children when the kids were two, the kids were two, four, and five years old. The children were all born in two thousand one, and the parents reported on their income and education, as well as how often children drank sugary beverages and watched TV. Now. The researchers found that five-year-olds who had at least one sugary drink each day were 43% more likely to be obese than those who drank the beverages less frequently or not at all. And, and what they did was they, the, the kids were considered obese if they had a body mass index, or, you know, a high body mass index, a measure of weight in relation to height above the 90, uh, 95% uh, for their age and gender, as calculated by the you know U.S. Centers for Disease Control. Now, just so, as a side note, uh, you know I always say that uh, children, or, or even adults, but children have a problem if their waistline is expanding and their waist is more than their half their height in inches. So, for example, and you can do this for adults, but for children as well, if you take your waist size, okay, and you you know, you measure your waist size and then you see if that number is more than half your height in inches. So, for example, for a person who's six feet tall, and let's just say they're, they're you know, they, you, you take that person, you divide their height in half, and if your waist size is more than that number, then that's a signal that you're heading towards, uh, you know, the wrong direction. Okay, so waist size is is a huge deal. So and parents can can definitely uh, measure their children's waist size, make sure that they're you know in a good range, because um, you know it's 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 a problem. It's a it's a big problem here. Now, another thing they talked about here is that four year old uh, sugary uh, four year old sugary beverage drinkers also tended to have higher rate of obesity than non drinkers. Okay. 
So basically the bottom line is this. Watch what your children are drinking on a regular basis. This, this, you know, I know that, you know, a lot of parents say, well, okay, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, our, you know, uh, they think that, for example, grape juice and 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 those types of things are healthy, and and they can be, but you, the problem with a lot of these drinks is that they contain a lot, a lot of sugar. That's that's the problem. And if your kids are drinking this on a regular basis, I mean, once in a while, it's not a big deal. But if your kids are drinking this every single day, they're, you know, they're really uh, getting a lot of sugar into the system. Besides the fact that you got to remember that it's not just a drink. It's not just a drink in and of itself. It's what they're eating on top of that. Okay, so they're eating, you know, a lot of refined carbohydrates. They're eating a lot of sugary cereals and a lot of sugary snacks and donuts and cookies and those types of things okay so you're adding to that then you're adding the the sports drinks you're adding the the fruit drinks on top of that so it's a lot of sugar and i did a class on blood sugar weeks back so those of you who haven't heard it should definitely check it out because i go actually behind the science on how it works and what you can do to reverse that but this is part of the issue okay so you really need to kind of cut back uh, or make sure your children are cutting back on this, okay? Um, you know, and it's combined with a sedentary lifestyle, of course, so you got to make sure your children are moving. But again, get your children to move. You know, don't let them sit home and watch TV all day long. Get them, or, or play video games. Get them out there. You know, when I was a kid, I was playing ball. I, you, couldn't, you couldn't get me off the ball field. I was playing football. I was playing baseball. Yeah, I was drinking sugary drinks, but you know what? I was so active, you didn't even, you, 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 there was no way you could tell. But, you know, yeah, and we know as a kid, you know, you just want something, sh you know, you want something with sugar in it and that type of thing. But if you're going to do that, then get these kids exercising and running around as much as possible. But again, parents out there, you need to make sure that you're on top of your children with this because um, it's, it's it can be a major problem. So get them drinking as much water as possible. That's the best drink they have. And if you, and if you start these habits as they're young, you know, four, five, six years old. If you, you start these habits at that point, these these habits can, over time, can stick with these children. And parents, you also have to be doing this. It's not just the children as well that are, that are, have to be doing this. Parents have to be, you know, use, you have to be using themselves as the example because parents, the children will do what the parents do. Okay, so parents have to, have to be the example for the children, but that's just my two cents on that. Next, from Life Extension, North Americans are deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. Well, this was, pre this was a presentation at the 2013 Institute of Food Technologists annual meeting and expo held in Chicago. This was July 2013. And um, this was a study. And they're basically, uh, the study says that, uh, you know, Omega-3 fatty acids, which is the best source of fatty acids, uh, DHA and EPA, that the average North American diet provides 200 milligrams of EPA and DHA per day. Now, that sh falls short of the American Heart Association's recommend recommendation of 500 milligrams per day for healthy adults and 900 milligrams per day uh, for those with cardiovascular disease. 
Okay, now uh, the person here, which is Dr. Richardson, suggested 500 milligrams of omega-3 fatty acids per day uh, is great for not only children, uh, for children, but also he recommended one gram for pregnant women. Um, and again, I don't think this is any surprise because the American diet is deficient in a lot of things, but omega-3 fatty acids is is one of the big ones. Why? Because we need omega fatty acids on a regular basis because we can't get that. Our body doesn't manufacture that alone. We have to get that externally. Okay. So we're talking about your fish. We're talking about your fish oils. We're talking about your flax seeds and your DHAs and EPAs and all these types of things. And the studies have proven, have proven, there's thousands and thousands of studies that show that the omega-3 oils are very good for the brain, they're good uh, anti-inflammatory, they're, they're highly, highly effective for uh, cognitive decline and um, just, you know, overall inflammation in the body, okay? They, they're tied to a lot of things in the body and your body needs these things, okay? So, you know, and of course we have big pharma and we have, uh, you know, Western medicine who tries to, um, uh, are, are constantly attacking fish oil, saying that fish oil is no good. And there was a recently ridiculous study that came out that said that fish oil was uh, leading, you know, was one of the things that leads to uh, prostate cancer, which is ridiculous. Um, but, you know, they, they cherry pick all the data in their, their studies anyway, but we've have overwhelming evidence that omega-3 fish oils are excellent thing you should be consuming on a regular basis. So whether you get it in a supplement form, whether you get it through your meal, uh, you know, but you need to get it at least, again, I recommend 500 milligrams per day of DHA and EPA on a regular basis because you want to make sure that you're managing you know, inflammation, you're managing cognitive decline, especially as you get older. You got to remember that when you start getting into late 30s and early 40s, it, it's already been shown that cognitive decline is already starting to set in. So if you start managing that around that area, around that time, uh, then you'll be able to, you know, as you get older, you hopefully be able to ward off things like uh, the uh, Alzheimer's and not, not that everybody's going to get it, but I'm just saying that, you know, the people who are prone to get it, things like dementia, Alzheimer's, and just cognitive decline in general. So very, very important. And also cardiovascular health. DHA is extremely important for cardiovascular health. Why? Because it helps to thin the blood. It helps to keep your heart functioning better. Okay, because cardiovascular issues tend to be a weak spot as you get older as well. Okay, so at least 500 milligrams just as a preventative. But again, if you have cardiovascular issues, you go, you can go up to a thousand, to, to 1,500 or even 2,000 milligrams of of DHA and EPA. Very, very, very important. Um, and um, so that's just my recommendation. But uh, we we need to take that in. I mean, you can. Most people are not eating fish on a regular basis, or at least enough fish on a regular basis. So even if you even if you do eat fish, I suggest a good quality supplement of DHA and EPA on a regular basis uh, to add to your toolbox. Next from Mercola.com, <clears throat> seven reasons you should chew your food properly. You know this, and I thought this was interesting because. 
when you really look at it, this is, this is actually something that I have that I have in the past had an issue with as well. Because when I would eat, I would tend to not chew my food properly because um, I tend to, I was one of those people that ate my food very, very quickly, especially if I was hungry. And I didn't realize how important it was to chew your food properly because uh, there's so many reasons behind this and there's so much science behind this. And I want to go over this because, it, again, it sounds like a simple thing, but people people are you know people and especially in this society people are just you know taking their food and just eating it so fast and then running and and doing their things and running to work or you know running around work or actually eating as they're running i mean you i see people you know people as i'm as i'm going throughout my day people are walking and eating people are on the train and eating people are driving and eating and you know they're not mindful and how could you you know to me you know, eating a meal is very important, and doing it in a mindful way is very important. That goes, that that whole plays a part in the di- digestive process. So if you're running around and eating, you're not really digesting your food properly. But anyway, that's that's kind of an aside. But let's talk a little bit about seven reasons to chew your food properly. Again, this is from Dr. Mercola. Uh, number one. Chewing your food breaks down your food uh, from large particles into small particles, and it gets them to easily digest. Okay, very simple. Recent research presented at the 2013 Institute of Food Technologists annual meeting and food expo, it showed that when participants chewed almonds longer, the smaller particles were better and more quickly absorbed by the body. Okay, simple to the point. But it's this. This is a very impactful thing, because you got to remember that when you're eating, digestion starts in your mouth. Digestion just does not start in your stomach. It starts in your mouth, because your mouth secretes enzymes that actually help with the digestive process. Okay, so very very important. Number two, uh, chewing properly will help you maintain a healthy weight. Now you got to remember, it takes generally about 20 minutes for your brain, for the leptin signal in your brain, uh, normally to signal that your stomach is full, okay, or to signal that you have enough nutrition on hand, okay. But a, a study found that people who reported feeling fuller when they ate more slowly, and they also ended up consuming about 10% fewer calories when they ate at a slow pace, and actually chewed slower than when they were rushing. That, that was an actual study on this okay so it's also going to help you when you're you know you're on a diet or when you're trying to lose weight in general just eating slower and chewing more number three your food gets more exposure to your saliva now again i was talking about saliva that contains digestive enzymes like lipase um very very important so the longer you, you chew the more enzymes you have to start breaking down your food now it makes digestion easier on your stomach and your small intestines now lipase is an enzyme that also helps you break down fats so so saliva also helps you to lubricate your food so it's easier to, to, to on your esophagus and your over, overall you know digestive system okay number four uh easier digestion in general now 
the, the, the process of chewing actually pre-digests your food into small pieces and particularly liquefies it, making it easier to digest. Now, digestion, again, it's, it's a very demanding task on your body, so it requires a lot of energy for your, for your body. And that's why I don't like people, I don't like to see people who are running around and doing all these crazy things and eating because they're taking away from the energy of digestion to run around whether whatever it is they're doing they're they're at the office or they're driving or they're working whatever it is you know they need to be sitting and letting their body do what it needs to do to digest their meal okay let your body um, you know properly and let your stomach properly do what it needs to do efficiently and break down your food faster okay uh, number five here's something interesting it's good for your teeth so uh, the saliva produced while chewing is also beneficial, helping to clear your food particles from your mouth and wash away bacteria, so there may be less plaque buildup and tooth decay. Bet you didn't think about that one. Number six, less ex and and this one is very very important. Less excess bacteria lingering in your intestines. Now, here's a big one. When large particles are, Im are, are improperly chewed and food enters your stomach, it can remain undigested when it enters your intestines. Why is this important? It's important because you have a, there's a big epidemic out there of what's called leaky gut syndrome. Leaky gut syndrome is basically undigested particles that, en that go from your intestines into your bloodstream. Okay? And whether it's fat or protein or those types of things. And when it enters your bloodstream, what happens is your immune system sees these types of particles and starts to treat these particles as a foreign bacteria. If your immune system does this on a regular basis and sees that there's a problem here, this can lead to a lot of things like autoimmune issues. This can lead to food allergies. Um, this can lead to all types of overreaction on your immune system, which can lead to, again, many, many problems and specifically autoimmune issues. And this is where a lot of food allergy comes in. Okay, so um, and, and there were studies in the past that have done on healthy individuals who actually ate fat and they overconsumed fat. They found that there was um, uh, that it was an over um, that their toxic fat. The fat actually became toxic and spilled over into their bloodstream, and actually, uh, you know, it, it create it created uh, you know toxic fat in their bloodstream. This was there were studies about this, and this was in healthy adults. This was not in people. This was not in people who had uh, problems with digestion. This was healthy adults who were didn't have any issues. Okay, this was the overconsumption of fat. But anyway, to my point is that uh, leaky gut syndrome is a big issue and a lot of it is because people are not uh, digesting properly and people are not chewing properly and also people who, who have uh, you know again a candida albicans in their systems and things like that but um, very very important very important to, to, to do that number seven you just want to enjoy and taste your food in general okay if you rush through your meal with hardly any chewing you're also not really tasting and enjoying your food when you take the time to properly chew your food, it forces you to slow down, savor each morsel, and really enjoy the flavors in your food and the flavors that your food has to offer. Very simple. Okay. So, again, you know, these are just some tips for you, but think about that the next time you're sitting down and actually eating your food. 
uh, and be more mindful of eating, more mindful of how you're chewing. Because again, people who tend to be eating and doing other things, watching TV and checking their emails, checking their phones, and you know all these types of things. But they're not mindful of how they're eating their food, and you're not realizing how important it is to your whole process of health and digestion. Um, you know how you eat your food. So you know, just be more mindful of that. Our nutrient for this week is going to be chlorella, right? Chlorella. What is chlorella? Well, chlorella is an algae, and uh, it's very, 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 very important detoxifier of your liver, and it's also a chelator of heavy metals. Now, where could you find chlorella? Well, chlor- there, there's two types of basic chlorella. Uh, it's it's uh, known as a superfood. It's one of the best superfoods known on the market. Now, this chlor- chlorella vulgaris and this chlorella pyrandosa. Now, many consider the the pyrandosa with the superior form, but either way, they're both both very very good. You can get chlorella in a powdered form, or you can get it in a supplement form, as in as far as like a uh, you know some type of tablet or or capsule form. But uh, it's, again, very, very, very uh, good for you uh, as a chelator because we know a lot of people are walking around with high levels of heavy metals, cadmium and lead and those types of things in their systems due to whether it's the water, whether it's, uh, you know, um, whether it's issues from their homes, especially if they're living in older homes. Well, chlorella is one of the things that can help chelate it. If you get it in high enough doses, chlorella can actually help to chelate heavy metals out of your body. But other other people who have issues with their liver, whether it's fatty liver disease or whether it's, uh, you know, their parts of their liver have shut down for whatever reason or fat buildup or whatever it is, chlorella is actually very good on the liver. And they've actually done studies uh, on chlorella on its effects. Now, one study was done with mice, uh, mice induced with heavy metals, cadmium, and it showed that chlorella protected the mice from cadmium's toxicity significantly and helped them restore liver structure and function. Another study on mice using chlorella powder demonstrated that mice treated with chlorella had significantly less absorption of the, uh, in the kidneys and, liver, uh, and livers while uh, showing more uh, lead, and this was, by the way, lead, um, uh, more lead excreted in their feces and uh, mice not, than mice that were not fed the chlorella powder. So it was a, it was a study between mice who were who were fed chlorella enough uh, fed chlorella. Now also they also had studies that showed that chlorella produced stunning uh, evidence of anti-cancer properties. There was a study that uh, involved rats. And the chlorella, the chlorella vulgaris, promoted apoptosis. Now, apoptosis is cancer cell death, basically, or tumor cell death. So uh, it promoted apoptosis in uh, rats who had, um, you know, cancerous tumors. So very, very, very powerful chlorella. You know, again, it's 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 an algae, and you can get it in supplement form. And I would suggest it on a regular basis to help just keep yourself uh, healthy. But um, and the reason why I bring this up is because I also wanted to bring up. I normally have not done this, but I'm going to start doing this on a regular basis. Uh, I actually am going to be doing reviews of certain 
uh, certain products that I use or I, that I've known I've used in the past or I know that people use that are excellent and um, you know and, and not, I'm not tied to these products financially at all okay but uh, I get a lot of questions from people asking me which products are best for this and which products are best for that which supplements and which you know so on and so forth so I wanted to do a quick review on a product that I think is one of the uh, one of the better products out there as far as superfoods. Those of you who know, um, who listen to this show know that I'm a big proponent of superfoods and I take them every morning in my in my protein shakes. And one of the best superfoods that I have been using for, for a long time now is called Emerald Balance. And it's a... Um, it's a it's a green superfood, and I'll tell you what it what it uh, has in it. It has, uh, and I'm not going to go through all the ingredients, but I'll just I'll just talk about a little bit of the the biggest ones. It has barley grass juice, carrot juice, chlorella, spirulina. It has acerola. Uh, it has uh, turmeric, green tea, vitamin E, blueberry powders. It has. Uh, it has um, apple pectin, has um, apple fibers and bamboo and cinnamon, ginkgo biloba. It has um, probiotics, has silymarin, has enzymes, lipase, protease, amylase. Uh, it's, it's got a lot of fantastic things in it. And again, the reason it's called Emerald Balance, but it is well balanced. Uh, it's got against it has antioxidants it has superfoods it has fiber it has energizing cellular support and it has probiotics so it's kind of an all it's it's kind of a huge superfood all in one it has pretty much everything in it and it's great for immune support it's great for toxicity it's great for healthy aging it's great for your connective tissues your hair your skin your nails it's great for muscle those of you who are exercising muscle recovery and inflammation and basically you take a scoop of this powder you put it in water you put it in your milk you blend it up and it has a it's a great um kind of like a i would say kind of like a peppermint taste to it but it's excellent in the morning. It energizes you and it gets you going. I tell you, it's it's a great thing. So again, it's called Emerald Balance. You can find it at the, their website. It's sgnnutrition.com. And again, I've been using this on a regular basis. I'm crazy about it. I think it's one of the best things out there. So those of you who are looking to um, maintain your health, check it out. Emerald Balance, great superfood. Um, you know, in the morning to use your, with your protein shakes and um, you, it, it's literally getting your fruits and vegetables all in one uh, shake in the morning so this way those of you who don't have the best diet at least you get a good servings of fruits and vegetables in the morning and you're good to go alright so that's just my recommendation uh, this week alright so that's it for this week uh, glad you guys can tune in again if you have a question for me go to wellnesstalk at hotmail.com until next week Have a great week, everybody. Take care and be well.
If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Life gets a lot more magical when you dream. So let's dream of a vacation unlike any other. A magical Disney cruise. <laughs> Hiya, pal! Where new stories meet tales as old as time. Enchanté, mon ami! And your family will be cared for the moment you step aboard. Sail from Florida to Disney's private island paradise and get ready for a dream come true with Disney Cruise Line. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen.